sebenzile ngambule on safm Thank you very much for staying with us. We shift focus now. Um, inland schools in South Africa started their 2023 academic year earlier this week with provinces such as Gauteng facing a serious problem of learner placements. Basic Education Minister Angie Motecha has pleaded with parents of learners who are yet to be allocated places at schools to give them at least 10 days in which to address the problem. Motecha says parents' preferences for certain schools over others has led to some learners not being placed. Parents visited district offices hoping to find suitable schools for their children. Meanwhile, South Africa continues to face many other educational challenges, including a shortage of teachers, poor infrastructure, failure to establish new government schools in recent decades, and many more. To take a further look at some of these issues, we're joined on the line now by Paul Esterhazen, who is the CEO of School Days. Paul, very good morning to you, and thank you for joining us this morning on The Weekend View. This is, you know, we, we could have on this particular issue, just just plug and play, this could have been last year, five years ago, when we talk about the issues of placement. Why is this a persistent issue, particularly in the Gauteng province, in your view? Good morning, Sebenzeli. Yes, and good morning, listeners. And uh, wonderful energy coming from your show and, and for those who tune in. And even when the news is grim, uh, like an 18% increase in uh, the electricity um, it make one want to maybe roll over and go back to sleep and say, hold on, I'll wake up tomorrow. <laughs> but we can't do that. Yeah. And, and it's great to get the energy that you have. And, and you know, when, when we look back um, inland schools, and I mean, that includes uh, the inland provinces, that's it's yeah. Free State and Gauteng. And you know, we always focus on the big, big hub of Gauteng uh, because it's, it's so significant in, in the uh, reopening of schools. And I wish that we could harness all the energy that we actually do have when parents uh, do what they do to get their kids back into school every year. And, you know, could we convert that into some kind of electronic, electric energy that could come into this country and, yeah. and make things happen? But what a week, yeah. Um, you know, Angie Mocheke has on her plate is more than full. Um, she's got so much happening around the entire country with mm. this. And the placement of learners into school, you know, it's phased in Gauteng. From August of last year, parents can start registering, and and it's wonderfully done. The portal is good, yeah. and you know, if we just take a look at the headline numbers, that more than two hundred, I think the number was two hundred ninety thousand, um, first time at new schools learners um, were registered in this week. But from that, and we'll always, you know, we'll always raise a sharp go into the areas where those who couldn't get it right and. Um, the stats that have been reported are that about 1,100 uh, young kids from uh, any of the grades between grade one and grade eight have not been placed. And, uh, you know, we have had the Gauteng Education member of the Executive Council, Matemi um, mm. Chilawani, say uh, we, will, we will address this within the 10 days and we will have these children placed. It, it, it's a deep breath issue because... Um, you, you know, not everyone has the simplistics of, of living in a, in, a, in a zone where their children have been brought up and are growing up and they're coming back from rural areas where yes. they've been living with the Gorko and they're now being coming into a school. And so the address requirements, the proof of identity and, and all these documentary things that have to happen. I think in the main, we can say well done, Education Department, for having you know, managed to get 290,000 kids registered. Mm, mm. Um, there do, there do are so many feel, deeper issues. Do you issues feel, Paul, that, that sometimes perhaps the, the criticism towards 
the uh, the Department of of Education. It, it perhaps may at times be, be unfair, as you, of course you, um, you you outline what some of these challenges are. Um, there, there have also been calls for parents here to take some accountability here for 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 either trying to do this late or because of preferences. And, and of course, it's understandable. We all have our preferences. Um, you you may reject perhaps a school um, that, that that the department might might have said, right, go there. You reject that, and now there there are all of these other issues. Do you find perhaps the criticism is, is at times unfair because of the complexity of issues here that, that, that must be dealt with um, throughout the year, but uh, it's, it's particularly heightened at the end of the, of the school year and then, of course, at the beginning of, of the school calendar year? Yeah, Sebenzeli, I do. And, and I mean, we have to be sympathetic towards what happens. And, and for me, every year when we flip the calendar into January, we say, may this be a year of leadership where, where leaders will stand up and have deep empathy for those who are battling and struggling and you know every single parent and i love the point that you say parents be accountable um and i get the grapple we we live with so much um, diversity in this country where parents cannot just jump in a motor car and drive and drive to the next school and drive to the next place and drive to the uniform shop uh, there, there are commute issues and there are um, you know issues of funding and you know, if, if you haven't placed your child in a school where you thought you were taking your child and you've got to get a school uniform, but you've also got to be at work because you're going to, your, your fear of losing your job as a parent is real. Uh, no work, no pay. I didn't mm. pitch for work. Why? Well, I was taking my kid to school. Well, why didn't you do this last year? So, so they're wonderful dynamics. And, and, and I believe, you know, we will, we will manage to push our way through this. And, and there are good things that are coming out of this. And I'm honing on this leadership issue with schools and mm-hmm. we've got so many good principles and the Department of Basic Education is acutely aware of saying that school management and functional schools are at the core of what we want. Mm-hmm. Every parent wants their kid to have an education that, that is great. And then, you know, let us not even dwell for a moment because I know you only have a limited time to speak with me this morning, but let us not dwell on the fact that this teacher situation as well. Um, yes. What do you do when you're a teacher and you arrive in, at the school and they've, they've placed 50 learners into your class that's built and designed for only 30 and, and you've got 50 kids crammed in there at desks where teacher's space in the front is um, barely a half a meter to yeah. stand and deliver a curriculum. So, so we, we've got those challenges as well. Yeah. And Department of Education said, you know, in Gauteng, we're employing another 2,000 teachers to address the overcrowding. Um, there's been a wonderful influx of, of kids coming into schools. And um, let's go back to that leadership. We need sure, people stand sure. up and lead and deliver. And we've got got so many wonderful principles in our schools. We need to support them as parents. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, uh, Paul, uh, let's talk just briefly about... Um, the fact that the matric results have have not been have not been released as yet, I, I don't recall this this happening before. It's obviously just in the last couple of years where um, the matric results are, are now released a bit later on um, in in the u- new year, and things have of course changed around that. And there have been some concerns about that that schools have reopened and uh, and we don't have the results just as yet. In your view, what might the impact of this be, particularly for for learners who didn't do well, who who didn't succeed in 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 their uh, uh, final year, um, they they need to then repeat the year. 
What what sort of impact might this have, given that uh, um, they'll you know they'll since be a couple of days behind of where the curriculum would be um, for, of course, uh, the, the new cohort of of matriculants. Yeah, so you know I, I hear you, and there is an element of panic. Uh, there absolutely is in in the mind of a 17, 18, 19 year old who's waiting on matric results. But remembering that a lot of what happens into the university applications is done prior to your matric results. Yes. Your, your matric results are an affirmation that you've, you're in and accepted. So uh, the student who's been diligent and had a good grade 11, had a good mid-year matric mark, um, has already registered and enrolled and submitted a portfolio of evidence that says, I am capable and I will get the mark and I am coming to university. For a lot of kids, there's borderline issues around, I want to go to college. I want to register to do something. I need a matric certificate. So, so there's a shifting paradigm there. The well-organized um, environment says we know where we're going, and it's it's merely we'll get the matric result. We know we know what we wrote. We know how we passed. This is mm. not a shot in the dark. And and remembering that the standards into our universities, we're all aspiring to say you need a good matric. You need a good grade eleven mark. Yes. You need you need to be a good student to get into varsity. Else, you're never going to cope. So it is, it's distressing, it's disturbing that it takes us so long to churn out results when you, you typically, if you've written an exam today, it ought to be, um, you know, you should have uh, it assessed and, and reported on virtually um, within a, a brief period of time. And, you know, that, that marking of exam papers and the finalization of marks and collating all of mm -hmm. that uh, clearly has to accelerate because you can't say to me that we wrote exams in the first few weeks of December and it takes us seven, eight weeks to get results. Yeah, um, yeah. Independent schools uh, have, have their eye on this, and, and clearly that has got to be addressed. Yeah. Um, and mm. yes, we, we're not bashing it. We're saying it, it's ineffective. Yeah. You know, we live in a technologically um, enabled world. Your exam papers are there. They should be marked. Sure. There are enough markers. Can't we get these results loaded and done and delivered? I mean, it was always that last week of December got my matric results and then my holiday changes as well. Exactly. So kids are living on yes. the edge saying, well, I, I <laughs> what's going on? Yeah, Stole exactly. me for a month. Yeah. Uh, Paul, Paul um, we have to uh, park it there this morning. Much appreciated. Uh, thank you very much for your time. Paul Esterhazen is the CEO of School Days. School Days is a rewards and incentives program that helps parents and members of the public uh, provide financial assistance to South African schools, whether they're own or disadvantaged schools. Then appreciate uh, your time with us this morning, Paul.